everyone, and welcome back to the Funny Business Podcast. Yes, it's the best podcast with the best hosts and the best segments. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Mike Gambita. Alongside with me is none other than will eventually hopefully be my future best man. I know we actually had a discussion about that at one point. Uh, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt, how are you? How are things? Things are great. You know, uh, another week closer to warmer weather. The weather has changed a little bit this week, but it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you, you know, you really can't complain. Um, it's kind of vibing right now. It's it's going to be a great week. We'll get into all this, that stuff later. But it's it's just, you know, it's just life right now. You know, the critics would say, like, spring is probably one of the best of the four seasons. But, you know, I think those critics may have to take a walk outside without a jacket on for, uh, you know, this upcoming uh, couple days next week. So everyone's entitled to their own opinion. <laughs> well, Matt, uh, Matt and I actually got to see each other in person for the we first did. time. Uh, we went on a little date. Jenna kind of came along with us and, uh, you know, we went to Outback Uh it was I love great. Outback, by the way. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's not like... I'm more of a uh, Longhorn guy myself, but... Oh, I agree. Outback's not that bad. I don't go often. I Actually, that might have only been the second time in Outback, and I did get a salad. But Mine too. Heard, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's quality food. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it It was much, I mean, this this Outback was brand new, I mean, in comparison to, to the one that's closer to me in my hometown, but, uh, you know, it's good company, good friends, good food, good company, good jokes, all that around, and uh, no, can't it was... Much, can't get much better than that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Matt, so... We'll just jump right in. We have one story for you today, but then other than that, we're just we're free forming, we're freestyling. We're not going to be singing because then we'll just embarrass ourselves if no. we try to do that. <laughs> but this is what we do best. This is what we do best. We're almost very close, Matt, and I'm sure everybody is aware we are on episode 48, but we are only a couple episodes away from us doing this for a whole freaking year. Um, I I I'm not surprised. But I'm a little shocked, I guess, is that that's the, the, the best description of it. <laughs> it does feel like it's really creeping up like a lot quicker than I thought. Like, it just feels like we just started like not too long ago. And let alone, it's almost been a year now. We're learning some things. We're moving on. We're kind of expanding the realm of our business and making it fun. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a wild ride. So uh, check back. Uh, we got some bangers coming up, I, I have to admit. Um, not even on the one-year anniversary. Watch, we'll hype it up, and then it'll just be a regular episode. <laughs> we'll have, like, gold balloons or something will pop. Yeah, the big uh, one. Like, put the one gold yes. balloons, like those um, those those basic people have for 21st birthdays. They have the two yeah. and the one, and they're holding it up, and they're yep. enjoying we'll, we'll just be basic bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to segue that, Matt, but um, you know what? We're talking about our podcast, and I'm sure everybody has been enjoying this experience as much as we are. Um, Matt, I know we have not been on these for quite some time, both you and I. I mean, I went on my first one for the first time last year. Uh, but airlines, we always think that airlines are the challenge to hospitality because you not only have you walking in through security, TSA more specifically, you also have the experience of, I don't want to call it the waiting room, but the airport itself. Like, where do you wait? Do you get food? How expensive is the food? How good is the service? And then you're on the plane, and then you're all worried about 
who you're sitting next to, what type of snack you're going to get in the middle of, uh, you know, your flight if it's that long. Um, but really, one of the things that, Matt, I think you and I always hate, whether you're on a plane or not, is if you lost something. Yeah, it, it, that probably losing something on a plane is probably the worst place you can lose something because usually there's a pretty good chance that you're not getting that back ever. Like if you lose something in your car, you have time to find it. If you lose something at your friend's house, you can go back a week later and pick it up. A plane's not ideal to lose a, an item. Yeah, well, Matt, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately and unfortunately, which we'll get to that, uh, a two-year-old uh, boy um, had his Buzz Lightyear left, the toy action figure, um, left on a Southwest airline. Uh, kind of one of the situations that happened was that uh, Buzz was left on one of the planes and it actually, they tried getting it back, but it was already heading back to a second destination. Oh, man. So, you know, as a kid, I mean, two-year-old kid with Buzz Lightyear, like, and if you've seen the movies, I mean, I'm sure the kids saw the movies on top of that, because why wouldn't you get a Buzz Lightyear action figure if you didn't see the movies? I would hope he knows who Buzz Lightyear is. <laughs> but, I mean, that 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 is your friend. That's We all had some type of attachment when we were a kid, and I'm sure Buzz Lightyear of all... I had a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody, for all I care about, like, for all I remember, and... uh Boy, that sounded wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Matt just got it. <laughs> that might be the greatest line in funny business podcast history. Oh, oh man. Off to a great start on this funny business podcast. But anyway, to talk about the story, uh, Southwest Airlines uh, has made magic happen for one family um, after this was left behind the plane. Uh, the heartwarming story was shared on their Facebook uh, when it was happening. Uh, the Hagen family uh, landed in Dallas Love Field and were already driving off in a rental car when they realized that the kid's special buddy was left behind on the plane. Uh, by the time they noticed the plane was already left, um, eventually the aircraft made it to Little Rock, Arkansas, where it was scheduled to terminate for the night. That's where Jason, a ramp agent at LIT, noticed Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Jason knew someone was missing their friend badly, um, began investigating to discover who it belonged to. And little do you know, Matt, what do you do with a Toy Story figure or whatnot? What do you do with it? You give it back to its owner. No, like, what, what do you do? Like, say you bought a Buzz Lightyear toy. What's, like, kind of the most cliche thing you can do? You fly it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it. <laughs> Failing this hardcore. What did Andy? Uh, what did Andy do to Woody? What was the most heartbreaking thing in Toy Story Two when Woody was getting gave him away? Gave him. A, yeah, that's Toy I, Story Three, man. You're ruining spoilers. I didn't <laughs> see Toy Story Three. You put your first name on the bottom of their foot. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's how Jason found who it belonged to because the Hagen family put the child's name on the bottom of that foot. That's literally insane. That's, that's like crazy. Right? That's like almost the plot of a whole movie right there. <laughs> I think in toy story two, they actually were at an airport. If I remember correctly, they're they actually in like TSA. Uh, what is it? Bag? Well, it's not bag check, but like the process of going through like a bag check, like with the conveyor belts and whatnot. Um, but finally found it. Uh, 
but came up with a little plan. Not just send it back. Uh, Hagen and his family. Uh, oh, Hagen's the boy's name. Wow. That's quite the name. I did not realize that. It's a pretty cool um, name. That is a pretty cool name. Uh, received a special surprise in the mail. Not only was his buddy returned, but he arrived in a hand-decorated box complete with a letter describing his mission at Southwest Airlines and pictures to boot. Uh, what I saw, Matt, and I'm sure it went across all news stations, was that the attendant, yes, yeah, the attendant, the ramp agent, actually took pictures of Buzz Lightyear in front of a Southwest airline and basically described, made this whole story about Buzz Lightyear going on his mission um, and returned it back. Uh, but he also left a little note, which I'll read it out loud, to Commander Hagen. I'm very excited to return to you upon completing my mission. I was able to explore the airport and spaceport in Little Rock, Arkansas, while I was away, and have included photos of my adventure. My journey has taught me a lot, but I am so thankful to return to my buddy, to infinity and beyond, your buddy, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger. That's freaking awesome. That, that, guy, that guy deserves a raise, even though I don't know if Hagen can read, because he's two. However, still a good gesture, and it's just a heartwarming story that everyone can get behind. And, you know, as I started off with this topic, we always say that the hospitality of everywhere is important, no matter where you go. But the, the ramp attendant took it one step further to having what we call the magical experience or when you're in Disney World and took it three steps ahead and use Southwest Airlines as his own Disney World to turn it into. And the pictures are awesome. Like, they're not, like, cell phone, like, really bad pictures that, like, you see um, some on some social media pages that hire people. Um, but it, these were really good photos. Like, these are very nice, like, out in the open, like, on the, the tarmac, I guess that's the appropriate yep. terminology. Um, again, only a first flyer. I haven't flown more than once. But, uh yeah, it was it was super cool to see it. I, I it's such a heartwarming story. Uh, the pictures were great. I mean, the guy definitely, like you said, he went above and beyond. And it's always a nice thing to do. Like if you're at work and like a customer has an issue, you know, it's easy to to do the the quick thing to fix it. But it's better if you like go a little above and beyond to like make up for like a mistake or like something that happened that you know ruined their experience to make their experience even better. That's that's good customer service. Yeah. One of the things that we've learned, um, myself included, and some of coworkers or student workers, is you never say no to any request. You always say, let me see what I can do for you. Even if they ask, hey, can I have a pink elephant? Your response is, uh, I don't know the answer, but let me see what I can do for you. <laughs> that, that's Again, that's great customer service skills. Not everybody has the ability to work in customer service. Now, you might not just, everyone kind of has to have some customer service skills. Some people are better at it, better at it than others. But again, it's it's gonna it's gonna leave more of an impact on you and the person involved and the organization as a whole. Like they're gonna get a better reputation if you just be a good person. I think you kind of have to have a little bit of a heart too. You don't have to have the biggest heart in the world, but there's got to be some heart to your your experience or your yeah. you know your job. You got to have some empathy, I believe is the word, depending on, on the situation. Not sympathy, empathy. You gotta like I understand so. where they're coming from and understand how you would feel if they're if you were in their situation. No, you are one hundred percent correct, Matt. Uh, yeah, again, big shout out to Jason, who was the ramp agent at LIT, for making this Hagen's you know experience 
uh, on the brighter side, let's put it that way, instead of having to buy another Buzz Lightyear, which could have been the easy way out, but this was a much more memorable experience that certainly can be uh, modeled after no matter where you work at. Absolutely. I, you know, I hope Hagen is, is able to remember the experience when he is able to like learn to read. Which it'll be some, still something cool, like a cool story to say. Like, hey, I was two. I lost my buzz light here on a plane. I got it returned to me, and no, it was a just a, an all around great story. Oh yeah, absolutely. You could say that it's it's kind of a lucky situation, Matt. And Very as lucky. we move as we move on, uh, we thought we would kind of discuss because middle of the week we celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but more specifically, Matt, I think what we can talk about is some situations that we kind of find, we kind of find a founder getting that, uh, Irish accent, uh, <laughs> some of the moments that you felt lucky, um, you know, it, before we start Matt, um, first of all, two things, um, I will share that one of the things that I am lucky about is being on this earth because yep. if it wasn't. For my mom being born on St. Patrick's Day, I would not have the Whoa. best mom in the world. So Whoa. big happy birthday to, to my mom. Uh, thank you for, for everything, because that's what every mom should be thanked for. Uh, happy birthday. No explanation needed. Uh, and then second, Matt, something for the both of us. Uh, Matt, a year ago on this recording day, we experienced the best uber driver we have ever had yeah that guy was freaking awesome why, why don't you share it matt because i brought it so, up why don't you share well, it it was two years ago right two years ago oh sorry yes. yeah two years yeah. ago my apologies so two years ago we were up at uh in dallas and we were going to a bar and we got an uber and we got in and this guy had you guys know those lights that like you can like uh uh, what are they called? LED. LED, LED lights. lights that you can like change the colors. He had that like all around this car. It was like lit up green for St. Patrick's Day. Mind you, it was a BMW too on top of that. Yes. <laughs> and we get in the car, super cool guy, and turns around and goes, hey, put on whatever music you want. He has his own iPad with Spotify Premium. We were just playing bangers all, all ride to the, whatever bar we went to. It was that you will not get a better. I'm convinced we will never find a better Uber driver than that guy. If only we were able to drink in the car, I probably would have been like, do you want to just like yeah. take us around? Like, I'm or okay like, with like hanging out. <laughs> or like if he would have paid us and we like, nah, it's on me tonight. That, <laughs> but, which never is never going to happen. No. <laughs> this, this guy was phenomenal. I think because I think I was the one who called the Uber. I think that was the only time I ever tipped an Uber driver because it was just that good. <laughs> yes. And it's also the three year anniversary of me paying $90 for an Uber to oh. go home. Literally leaving the bar at like 2 a.m. cost me $90. That's not lucky. <laughs> no, it's just an anniversary. Yeah, it's just an anniversary. Well, Matt, I thought we would kind of share some moments that we felt that we were lucky, but I thought we would uh, pave way for the uh, icebreaker of those, those, that moment, but more specifically yes. a happy birthday to my mom. But Matt, what's been a situation or moment that you felt lucky? So I got pretty lucky this week, actually. Sorry, um, I'm thinking like Daft Punk while we're while we're talking about this. So. <laughs> a, it, that's like the well, not a perfect St. Patrick's Day song, but it's a good one to play. Yeah. Uh, so this week, obviously, you guys know we record on Tuesdays. So tomorrow on Wednesday, I am lucky enough that I am receiving the first 
dose of the COVID vaccine. So I kind of just went on the app on Monday, I believe it was, and let alone there were some appointments and I was able to sign up. So I get it Wednesday morning. That's awesome. And it's it's cool. I mean, you know, I think some individuals are still trying to find ways in which they can get the vaccine. And, you know, we're hoping that our health officials and our, you know, our federal government and also our local and state government are coordinating their best to try to get totally out of this pandemic, because I think now we're starting um, to get a little antsy, a little anxious, like we want to be done with this. We know that this is starting to become a thing now. Um, Do you ever hear of the marshmallow theory? No. So there's, there's this like study that there was a group of kids that were put in a room and they were given a marshmallow. Um, they were told to not to eat it and they would get rewarded. I'm probably screwing this study up, but whatever. It's the same concept. So those who ate it obviously ate the marshmallow, but those who didn't got another marshmallow. So it's that delayed gratification that um, they were studying about. So I think... W- what everybody they're anxious but i think we still need to take the precautions that needed but i matt i dude i'm so happy that that you got the opportunity to do it and uh hopefully i will sometime (laughs) definitely feel very lucky because i know it's pretty hard to get one um but yeah i'm I'm excited i'm not really nervous at all because i i I trust science because i guess we're science guys yeah right (laughs) which by the way we have to make a correction last week we were talking about the covid vaccine and how long you should wait until it's fully effective we said three weeks we were close it's two (laughs) yes i don't know which one i'm getting it didn't say but i do know i'm either getting moderna or pfizer because i already have my second one scheduled so because those are the two out of the three that only require two doses (laughs) correct so hopefully everything goes well oh man i was gonna do oh man i have this in ordered like for my my one lucky part um but it's two that was that was kind of serious so i don't want to say this one but i'll say my next one um i you all know how much i talk about my wonderful girlfriend jenna um but probably one of the lucky things was actually getting a chance to offer of going out on the date with jenna um that night explain i don't so remember the night like remember the night i i met jenna we were talking at a bar like we were chatting like had a really good conversation yes and you told me hey we're leaving and i said so that point we were at that point whether i stay or go and i said you know what i'll stay i'll find my way find my way home it sounds super dangerous but it's not (laughs) and managed to secure the the dub get a dinner date and uh Look where we are now. <laughs> Number one victory royale. Number one victory royale. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty lucky moment. Uh, definitely probably changed your life for for the good. For the good. <laughs> uh, another one that I had, um, I'll do, I have a few sports related ones. Yeah. Uh, I was able to see my favorite athlete of all time, Derek Jeter, get his number retired at Yankee Stadium. That's pretty was cool. an awesome moment. Uh, definitely one of the best winning events I ever went to in my life. I would also say I was able to work for a pro sports team, which is something that is very difficult to do. And a lot of people don't get to do. And it's, it's an awesome experience. Um, I'm hopefully going to be back in some sort of way in the sports field this summer. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. 
but it, it you definitely do learn so much working in sports and it's a rare opportunity that i was definitely blessed with uh and then i'm lucky that i never had to play soccer in my life oh because it is like one of the God. worst sports to play <laughs> um so pretty lucky about that so we all know how we feel about that we don't have to go in depth into that really. uh-huh yeah. yeah, you know what's funny, Matt? I actually what? watched golf this past weekend. Did you? It was a good, it was, a very good tournament. It was okay. Yeah, it was a pretty good tournament. <laughs> Gosh, Matt, you're on the serious feeling lucky things. I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this. So, it was a, a, a CYO, a Catholic youth organization event. We went bowling and we went to McDonald's after. Um, I got a quarter pounder with cheese and fries and a drink, and nice. I thought to myself, "Man, I'm, I'm so hungry." Matt, you ever gotten chicken nuggets before at McDonald's? Yeah. The okay. spicy, spicy McNuggets are fantastic. Have yet to do that, but I will eventually. I ended up going up. So this was after, after I got my initial order. I said, hey, I said, can I get a 10-piece chicken McNugget? Wait, get it. I sit down. Matt, I, I, I hope you believe me when I say this. There was 11. No. Oh. All the chicken nuggets were lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Five and five, it literally looked like a roll of quarters lined up in a chicken McNugget box. And that is the great Ron Burgundy. (laughs) I don't believe you. I don't, I I don't, I I I don't believe it. No, I'm pulling up a picture. There's no shot. No, I I do not. There is no way a McDonald's worker took the time to align (laughs) them one by one. You don't have the the patience to do that if you work at McDonald's. I'm pulling up. It was like late at night, too. Photoshopped. I, nope, I'm pulling up the picture. Prove it. I'm pulling up. Yep. Prove, um, prove you didn't Photoshop it. I, I, I wasn't good at Photoshop back then either. So, <laughs> uh, But another thing that I, I guess I'm kind of lucky is going to the casino and actually winning some decent amounts of Ooh, money going. That's a good um, one. Matt, you've seen my, 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 my cash out tickets at times. I, yeah. uh, you got pretty good luck at the casino. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. hey, I got literally a fancy dinner with Jenna that, that night, and we got a couple's massages the next day just by winning $650. <laughs> no, you do have, like, crazy luck. It's crazy. I, it, I really... We got to go. No, we do. I mean... Yes. It, the good news that we've been finding out is, uh, you know, the... Um, crap, I... I'm starting. I I have to. I have to now go through photos of me because I was not. I was. Uh, I didn't upload it myself. So that's another nice. thing. Um, I did talk about this on the podcast a couple weeks, uh, a couple episodes ago. But finding a ten dollar bill in my windshield and not finding it until I started driving home with. Uh, well, actually, taking Lonnie's daughter home, Francesca. That was another lucky moment too. But um i'll do like a little uh a fun lucky moment uh i was never ever ever once thrown out stealing in a baseball game no kidding not once but i mean my nickname was matt speed like you can't get the nickname matt speed and get thrown out stealing all right let me see no hold on hold on the top right it's standing up yeah that's how it was that's legit how it was yeah but they're not in order then they were literally lined up yeah, but the one's out of place. Yeah, well, uh, come on. You think that... You got nine horizontal and one vertical. Really? You know how many people's OCD would be freaking out about that? Well, I was happy that I ended up... I had the opportunity of uh, doing that. That's sus. I'm still, still going to find another photo. Okay. Uh, I'm also lucky. 
So, Mikey, I believe you know the story. I was originally committed and signed to go to York College. You did not tell me that. Yes. So I Matt, what the frick was going to happen if you did that? (laughs) I applied to a few colleges like early in my senior year, like October. Heard back pretty much right away. And then York sent me their scholarship offer pretty quick. And I didn't get one from Miz. So I was like, well, if I'm not getting any money, I'm not going to go to Miz Recording. So I had my security deposit in for York and everything. And then like March, I finally got my scholarship offer from Miz, which was a lot more significant than York. So I was able to get my security deposit back from York and switch to Misericordia, and the rest is history, and the Funny Business Podcast is here. Wow. Yeah. Changed my life forever. Change. I mean, it did, man. That's for sure. Literally, it did. <laughs> yeah, I'd say doing the podcast for almost a year now is pretty lucky. I agree. Having I think, the, uh, the good listenership that we do. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Big shout out to the fans. Hopefully. Yeah. I was going to say something totally inappropriate, but we're, okay. we're not going to do that. Nope, I said, hope, gonna I was going to say, I was going to say, hope you're getting lucky this week, but that, that could no, be going well, so many other directions. And I just said no. it. You already <sighs> screwed you yourself already, once this you, podcast. Yeah. I already said a toy story. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Anyway, let's conclude with one of our favorite games, Matt, because we're already got those creative juices flowing. We already got those conversations flowing. It is now time for now. What's the word again? Big shout out to the Try Guys, the Tripod, Miles, Bone, Signore, and the Miles Nation. You, of course, got to include that. Uh, they do this game where uh, Eugene, what's the word with Eugene? Uh, Eugene does a random word, and they discuss it. They, they discuss it. They have a conversation about it. Um, I am on randomwordgenerator.com. Matt, how many clicks am I doing for the random generator? Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The first one, Land. Land Before Time. Great movie. That was a, yeah. I loved those. They were the best. Did you play the video game on PC? I did not. Oh, it was so fun. I think it was PC. Was it PC? Yeah, it was like one of the earliest video games on like Windows. It was one of the best games of all time. It was I was thinking I was thinking Land Ho because we were singing a sea shanty That's before it. we got on. <laughs> yeah. It's always just fun to say like when you're on like a boat and you come back to land, you're like Land Ho Land Ho <laughs> People look at you like look at this freaking idiot, but whatever. As long as you laugh. Totally off topic, but um in Spanish class when we were talking about like some landscapes or whatnot, there was this word for plateau. And the Spanish word of plateau was anden. So every time we were doing a review, like anden, A-N-D-E-N, um, okay. when we were doing a review for plateau, all of us would used to yell, anden, like it was and then. <laughs> uh, Spanish class was fun. I um, like Spanish class. It was good. All right, Matt, next one. Pop. Pop? Uh, pop rocks. Yo, Pop Rocks like, and soda. I don't like Pop Rocks. They you don't like Pop Rocks? Uh, they freak me out. I don't. I also don't like get the like. There's not a lot of taste. It's kind of just like I guess it's more of an experience than a mm. than a food. But I don't know. They kind of freak me out. You know what I haven't heard lately or haven't experienced lately? What a balloon that is pop that has scared me in a while. Oh man, I couldn't even tell you last time right? I popped a balloon. I feel like it was the more older you get, the less scared you get of popping balloons. I mean, unless you're I, a dog. 
Yeah, but I mean, you could be behind, like you can't, you don't look at it and somebody could just pop and you're like, <gasps> yeah, I don't get scared a whole lot. Like even those jump scare videos don't really get me too much. I guess I'm just built different. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next one. Hammer. Hammer time. Hammer time. Uh, that's the first, <laughs> literally the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> I, I always call Trent Hammer. I, I think he used to call, I forget who he used to call Hammer, but like he, every time I see him, I was like, what's up, Hammer? Like, because the dude can hammer out a, a ball with a bat, my friend. So it's, it's a pretty good nickname. Pretty good. I mean, they always call him House. He's call him House, but I always call him Hammer. I can't call him the House. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. No. It doesn't fit his name. No. Oh, we'll do we'll do three more. Okay. Core. Core. Um. I got nothing. The core of an apple. I always have an apple uh, Monday through Friday, and I always get down to the core. That's that's yeah. the first thing I thought of. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> really, man. Not once. Not twice. Three times you have tried to start something with me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even say a word. Uh huh. All right. Moving on. Next one. Uh, we'll take it as it is. Bow or bow? Bow. Bow. Hmm. I've never shot a crossbow. But I've always really? wanted to. Yeah, I've never really shot any, like, weapon. Have you shot a bow and arrow before? No. You've never shot a shot, like, a twenty-two gauge? I mean, not a twenty-two nope. gauge, but a twenty-two. Man, nope. you have to come up to the sticks with me sometime. We gotta shoot I, a gun. <laughs> it, it doesn't really intrigue me. I don't know. It's never not really something that's on my bucket list. I don't know Did why. Did I ever send you the video of uh, me shooting a, a gun? I mean, I, I was kind of having a couple of drinks. I should not have shot a gun, but like, I was like freaking out every time I hit a target. No, I've never. Oh, seen I that. got, I gotta show you. That sounds like a wild video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, all right, two more. Ban, B-A-N. Ban. Uh, you gotta be pretty. What's the word I want to use here? Uh, stupid to get like banned by a celebrity on Twitter. Yeah, I never understand people who are like boast about. Oh yeah, this person banned me. This person banned me. Like, you're proud of that? That's. that's I mean, it's kind of clout. Boast about. I guess so, but like, not good clout. It's oh no, it's absolutely not good clout. But you're looking at it from the the perspective that somebody who is a high set standard is blocking somebody who is you know I hate to be say that. Say it, but a, a nobody, legit a nobody. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. You just, you, you, I just, I can't understand like people being that mean online, like to someone they don't even know. It's, it blows my mind. Now, I'm a huge proponent. If really you you want to avoid a toxic social media environment, and I've said this before in front of a couple of a group of students, it's okay to block or ban somebody from your social media. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, th- in certain cases, I get it. I just don't understand people who like brag about being banned. Yeah, that that's that's weird. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. All right, one more. Oh, that is not going to work. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a n n. Oh no! Pass. Yeah, no way. <laughs> pudding. Pudding. <laughs> pudding is great, but like, when's the last time you ate pudding? Never. Like fifteen. You've never ate pudding. Wait, I think I have. I have to have. I, 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 it's probably been like 10 years since I ate pudding. I have to share something. It's okay. so tough when Matt and I are either together or playing Fortnite or Rocket League 
because like before or like something happens like at the weekend because I like want to tell Matt and I can't. (laughs) So last Thursday, I've been holding this since last Thursday. (laughs) Okay. I tried for the first time a shamrock shake at McDonald's. Oh, shamrock shakes are the best, dude. I tried it's, it shamrock, it's almost the end of shamrock shake season. What do you think? No, I thought it was good. I mean, I'm I'm always a mint. I, I love mint chocolate chip. Like if I had a scoop of ice Me cream too. of that, like it'd be great. Um, but yeah, mint, uh, shamrock shake I, that was good. Was They're good. phenomenal. I've only had like two this season because I like forgot they were out and like COVID. I don't really go a whole lot of places, but I usually get like at least once a week during like February to March. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was good. I I drank it very fast. I think it was, I liked it so much. I tried drinking it fast, but it happens often. Freeze. Then you get a brain freeze, but it's worth it. It it's is worth shake. it when the ice cream machine does work, which is another thing we're lucky for when the ice cream machine at, at McDonald's works. Everybody's like, uh, gets the fourteen hundred dollars stimmy check. McDonald's, can I fix your ice cream machine? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually do enjoy those memes. Those memes are good. I mean. It's it's kind of sad because people are like, I'm sure people are joking, but they're in that direction that, you know, they're going to buy this and buy that. But really, it's meant for like paying some bills that you can't because of COVID or, right. you know, there's there should be good reasons why you should do that. So I'm sure it is. So it's all just in good fun. Yeah. One more. Why not? Sure. Lick. Oh, man. Do you lick or bite your ice cream? bite my ice cream i kind of do too mm-hmm. yeah unless it's soft it. serve uh yeah i'll chew my ice cream yeah and sometimes it's like obviously like cookie dough you gotta chew cookie dough but like even soft serve i'll i'll lick some of it but then i'll i'll, I'll bite and chew it yeah That's i nice. love soft serve ice cream oh so good a medium i'm always a vanilla guy but you gotta throw in those rainbow sprinkles man i like a twist. My, twist is not bad either i like twist I love a chocolate hot fudge brownie sundae. I could go for one of those right now. Yeah, when we used to own the ice cream Big stand, time. we when we owned the ice cream stand, we had that as a special. It was um the the Jenny and Mike serve soft uh, Jenny and Mike serve special, which was uh, a brownie, ice cream, and hot fudge. It's a perfect combination. Yeah, it was for it was ice fabulous. Cream. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Licking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah folks you never know what we're gonna what, talk about on this what podcast. the heck happened with this first half <laughs> um we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna thank some sponsors but when we come back it's matt's turn let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about as a podcast matt and i have all of our social media all of our podcast links and other important things Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with Solo.to. I'll be honest, I've used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to Solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. It is time 
for my favorite time of the year. It is the greatest tournament in all of sports. Sports. It's March Madness. Before we start, just wanted to give a quick shout out to Crescendo for letting us use his piano cover of the March Madness theme song. He's got a ton of great stuff on his social media channels. Great guy. Check him out. You can check him out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at his handles at Crescendo. It is spelled C-R-Z-N-D-O. And you can find him on YouTube by searching Crescendo Music. So again, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter is at Crescendo. It's YouTube is Crescendo Music. Crescendo is spelled C-R-Z-N-D-O. So it's big shout out cool to name. him. Freaking cool yeah. name. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I, I've listened to his piano rendition like 50 times in the past week. It's phenomenal. Uh, so it is March Madness. We're going to have uh, some tournament talk. So, Mike, we're not going to go through the entire tournament because that would just take way too long. What we are going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go region by region. We will give uh, potential first-round upsets we see. And then at the end, we will give uh, Final Four predictions. So, Mike, before we uh, do some upsets, if, if you're still figuring some stuff out, I have some stats that I can give. Yeah. So, uh, let's, I'm, I'm using the stats uh, from the ESPN Tournament Challenge. Um, where's the first that I wanted to use? Uh, the 5-12 seed is always a popular matchup. So five seeds have won 64% of the time with 12 seeds. However, in three of the past seven tournaments, the 12 seed has won three of the four games. Oh. So a lot of 12 upsets lately. In the 4-13 matchup, there has been at least one number 13 seed that has beaten a four seed in 25 of the 35 years. Which doesn't seem very likely, but... You know, sometimes it happens. Uh, I'll do another one. The two seeds against 15 seeds have only lost eight times. And there was a tournament a few years ago where three of them lost in once. So the upsets are happening a lot more often. So we will start, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow along, with the West region with Gonzaga as the number one seed. Mike, do you want me to go first with potential upsets or do you want to go first? Um, well, I, I can tell you now, Matt, um, as much as a basketball fan that I am, uh, I very rarely, um, actually do stat wise. Like I know Matt, you're in like the numbers and whatnot, but what I have found is I've looked at standings and I've looked at the name and we all know, like, I mean, Matt, you and I have talked. There's what is the odds of like somebody doing a perfect bracket? It's never and it's, happening. It's never happening. <laughs> but I actually base it off of the standing that they're in and, of course, the school, the school and, and who they are. Um, but I will let you go first because I am still like assessing my, my upsets and whatnot. So go okay. ahead. So in each region, uh, I have pretty much two upsets in each. And then I also have. Uh, like a toss-up game where I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen, so I'll throw that one out too. So my toss-up game in this region is number 8, Oklahoma versus 9, Missouri. I have absolutely no idea who's going to win. 
but I will take Missouri in that one. I, then, I, am actually, I actually took that as well, Matt. Okay. And then I have one upset in each region that I absolutely love. I love UCSB over Creighton. Love them. So Creighton, uh, last two games in the Big East tournament I actually watched, Ooh. they are allergic to scoring the basketball. Oh. Uh, they averaged 77 points on the season. However, not scoring well lately. And UCSB only gives up 62 points a game. Yeah, Very I low. saw I saw them. Was it? Oh, God. Uh, the Hoyas. UConn. No. Georgetown. Georgetown. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I thought at first, I'm like, okay, like they're doing okay. But by the time they got into the second half, they, they were done. And it, it was kind of embarrassing. If you that ask was a me. tough game to watch. It was, that very was a tough. bad championship game. Uh, I believe that's all the upsets I have in that one. So in the West region, what do you have? Uh, in the West region, uh, again, Matt, I do have that toss up uh, with Oklahoma and Missouri. I am going with Missouri. Uh, the other one, too, that I, uh, I, everything has been pretty, pretty much straightforward. I have Gonzaga moving on, um, Missouri moving on. I have UCSB moving on as well. Um, Virginia, and then USC I have, and then uh, Kansas, and then Oregon and Iowa. So, um, you know, a, a pretty straightforward with the exception of Missouri and UCSB. I, we literally have the exact same region. Oh, wow. Look at that. That is, that is fantastic. So we will <laughs> move on to the South region. Baylor is the one seed. Uh, I'll just go. I'll go first again. Yeah, go for it. Um, Mike, I know you're probably... The, I know what you're thinking in your head. You're going to pick Villanova for the Final Four because I know you love Villanova. Yeah, Villanova's in my Final Four. <laughs> I love Winthrop in this game. Do you? I love Winthrop. So Villanova... Uh, I don't know if you want to make any changes. Villanova lost their best player to a season-ending injury about two weeks ago. Oh, yikes. Uh, have not been the same since. Also, Winthrop is 23-1. and uh, So I'm taking Winthrop in that one. Uh, what else? I have Utah State over Texas Tech, 11 over the 6. I do like Texas Tech a lot. I just think Utah State's a pretty dangerous 11 seed. Um, And then... My toss-up game in this one is Florida-Virginia Tech. This game is... This is the first game of the tournament, of the actual tournament on Friday. Uh, I have absolutely no idea. So I'm picking Florida in that one. Uh, I have Ohio State as the two seed. I have Arkansas as the three seed. Purdue. And then something to watch out for. I'll throw this out there. Uh, I have North Carolina playing Baylor in the second round. I have North Carolina beating Baylor. Ooh. Yeah, I switched that around that. Baylor's pretty hot. Like, they're probably the second best team in the country, but North Carolina's on fire, so I'm going to ride them. So what do you got? Uh, for my South, I obviously have Baylor moving on, North Carolina, I have Villanova moving on. I do have an upset between Purdue and North Texas. Okay. Um, I've, I've not seen, every time I've seen Purdue play, um, I do love the college and, and what they stand for and, and whatnot as far as, like, social media presence because i follow them <laughs> uh but i i do have north texas upsetting i always pick one one upset like a one I, like far off upset i don't hate that uh i then have texas tech moving on arkansas virginia tech 
uh, upsetting Florida, believe it or not. So that's the second one. Um, that is pretty close in, in you know, opposite comparison between North Texas and Purdue. And then I have Ohio State moving on over Oral Roberts because I have not heard anything about Oral Roberts ever. But that may be a team that move on, <laughs> you know, for all we know. Yeah. It's March. You never it is know. March. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Midwest, we have Illinois as the top seed. I have them. Uh, I will take Loyola Chicago as the eight seed. Sister Jean Sister is Jean. going. <laughs> Sister Jean is in the bubble. She's Saw going that. to the games. Uh, I pretty much have all chalk in this one. I have Tennessee. I have Oklahoma State. The upset that I love. I love Syracuse. Syracuse. I knew you were going to go for that Huge direction. Huge on Syracuse. I was really hoping they were going to get in. They were on the bubble. I like that matchup. And then I got three seed West Virginia, seven seed Clemson, uh, two seed Houston. Clemson Rutgers, that stinks. That game just stinks. Yeah. Both teams suck. I don't know how Rutgers is in the tournament. I, I am actually surprised. Um, I Go ahead, Matt, because finish up, because I actually have like a surprising, like, I, like that's, that's cool that they're they're in but go ahead <laughs> uh, no that i mean that's pretty much it i don't have much oh. to, else to say but i love syracuse if you like bet on the games and you want an easy bet bet syracuse plus the points if you wanted to win some money take a money line because they're going to win it's guaranteed yeah so for me matt i have illinois moving on funny thing um drexel i i was very surprised to see drexel yeah. and i knew that was a big like big news story in the philadelphia area um so that's cool but i don't see them getting anything further no, than, absolutely not. than that um i'll eat my words later uh, <laughs> uh i do see tennessee and oklahoma state i do see san diego state west virginia uh clemson and then houston moving on okay uh if you're looking for a hot underdog team i do like oklahoma state uh they probably have the top pick in the draft this upcoming year also, if you're someone that likes to pick a crazy upset, I would not hate if you picked Cleveland State over Houston. Yeah, uh, they would, yeah. Because Houston has no good quality wins this year. Uh, their best wins were against uh, Texas Tech is a decent win, and then Wichita State, who barely made the tournament. So I don't know if they've played much. Uh, final bracket, or final region, we have the East with Michigan. So I'm taking Michigan. My toss-up game here is LSU-St. Bonaventure. I have absolutely no idea. So I will go with St. Bonaventure. Same. Uh, Colorado-Georgetown. Georgetown is going to be the sexy pick by everyone. Uh, I don't buy it. I'm taking Colorado. I love Florida State. Love Florida State a lot. Uh, my lock of the tournament. Whoever wins the Michigan State-UCLA play-in game is absolutely beating BYU. Really? BYU might be the worst six seed in the history of the NCAA tournament. They are garbage. I don't even know how they got a six seed. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then I have Texas, UConn, and Alabama. Okay, so I have Michigan. Um, I also have St. Bonaventure again, like I said. I am going with Georgetown. No, that's, okay. that's against with it. Um, Florida State. I do have... Excuse me, BYU um, going over that Michigan State versus UCLA. Then I have Texas because I have no idea. What is this? Abel Christian? A- Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Yeah, I've never heard um, of them before. So never that's not heard that either. And then I have actually Maryland beating UConn. I went for that. I, I, I just, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I got Alabama going over Iona. Or is it I, 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 Iona? Iona. Iona. Yes. Rick Pitino is the head coach of Iona. 
Really? So he's yes, he's gonna have a very quick exit in the tournament. Cool. Yes, very quick. Um, so then let's we're not gonna go through all the tournament because that would just take forever. So Mike, uh who is in your final four? Final four. Uh I do have Gonzaga facing okay. off against Michigan. And then for the other side, I have Ohio State versus Oklahoma State. Ooh, okay. I kind of like that. And who do you have one in at all? I have... Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan. Okay. Michigan's going to be my pick. The tiebreaker score is going to be 58 to 60. Okay, I like that. Uh, I have Gonzaga in the Final Four. I will take Florida State to make it as the four seed. Uh, I then have Arkansas, a big Arkansas guy, and Illinois. And then I will take Illinois to beat Gonzaga 70-66. to 66. Hmm. Yes. There you go. So there is our unofficial official bracket prediction. I hope everyone has a great time watching the games. We were robbed of it last year, and it's back, and you can't get much better than that. Which is why we are going to stick with March Madness theme in another quick edition of Sports Trivia. So, Mike, it is March Madness edition, and we will just jump right into it. Number one, what school won their first ever NCAA tournament game on March 17th, 1939? Ohio State, Villanova, Kansas, or Florida? This is the first, like, ever win, right? First, first ever tournament game. Uh, Kansas, final answer. It is incorrect. It is Villanova. Mm. And fun fact, Villanova also won the 1,000th NCAA tournament game. There Pretty you go. Fun fact. That is fun. Uh, what's, number two, what school has the most Final Four appearances? North Carolina, Indiana, UCLA, or Kentucky? Uh, Kentucky, final answer. Incorrect. Oh, it is North Carolina with 20. Mm. Yes. Uh, number three. Who holds the record for most points in a championship game? Michael Jordan, Tyler Hansborough, Bill Walton, or Magic Johnson? Uh, what, what was C? Bill Walton. I'm going to go with Bill Walton, final answer. That is correct. There we go. 44 points. If you watched any of the Pac-12 tournament this weekend and you got to hear Bill Walton on the call, uh, God bless your soul. Listen, Bill Walton is phenomenal. He was barking like a dog. There was a guy who took an elbow to the head, <laughs> and he went back to the locker room. And then Bill Walton, like five minutes later, yeah, he took a vicious elbow to the head. The dude basically sent him to the hospital, and his his commentator was like, "No, Bill, you can't say that. He didn't actually go to the hospital, folks. He's a gem. <laughs> he is a gem." Uh, number four, Mike. This is a softball. Just. You better get this. Yeah, okay. We'll see. What player led UConn to a memorable championship uh, championship run in 2011? Can I, can I, can I, can I, ooh, 2011, that, okay. Go ahead, go. Okay. Sebastian Napier, Kemba Walker, America Okafor, Karan Butler. I mean, cardiac Kemba. I think it's Kemba Walker. Absolutely. It's cardiac Kemba. <laughs> you can't, you scared trick, me with the year. <laughs> it's tricky me because uh, Shabazz Napier won it for them in 2014. Yeah, you scared me with the year. I'm like, oh, I did that, that long? I was like, was it that long ago? <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? It was 2011. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it's 10 years. 
Uh, number five, what team became the first 16 seed to beat a one seed in 2018? Northern Kentucky, UMBC, Elon, Cleveland State. Isn't it UMBC, final answer? That is correct. Yeah. I think they I gained, picked that. I did pick that. I think that's they, how I won my bracket. They gained like so many social media followers because their Twitter account was just going nuts. <laughs> uh, number six, what player holds the record for most points in a tournament game? Austin, Austin Carr, David Robinson, Adam Morrison, Allen Iverson. Is it at, oh God, second choice? Allen, no, that's Allen Iverson. Nate. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you the choices. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Austin Carr, David Robinson, Adam Morrison, or Allen Iverson? David Robertson, final answer. Incorrect. Austin Carr. Oh, okay. Back in 1970, he scored 61 points. Oh, wow, okay. I believe for Notre Dame. Uh, number seven, what player owns the record for most blocked shots in a tournament game? Charles Barkley, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal, or Greg Oden? I'll go with Odin, final answer. Good guess, but it's incorrect. It is, it is the big diesel. Oh, Superman. Superman. The doctor. Yes. And police officer. Police he officer. He was at one point. Um, and uh, Aristotle. Yes. <laughs> and he is uh, uh, on the board for Papa John's. Yes. <laughs> uh, number eight. In 2001, this team came back from a 22 point deficit to beat Maryland in the NCAA tournament, the largest comeback in NCAA tournament history. Syracuse, Duke, Oklahoma State, Arizona. Arizona, final answer. It is incorrect. It is Duke. Oh, I'm really having Co- a hard time Coach with Coach K. These are tough questions. These are tough. We're going to stick with Duke for number nine. What Duke player is the all-time leading scorer in the NCAA tournament history? Shane Battier, Grayson Allen, Christian Leitner, J.J. Redick. Shane Battier, final answer. Incorrect. It is Christian Leitner. He scored 407 points all time in the NCAA tournament. Oh, wow, okay. That's crazy. Number 10, let's see if you can get this one. What two schools played in the most watched NCAA tournament game ever? North Carolina, Villanova, Florida, George Mason, Georgetown, Syracuse, or Indiana State, Michigan State? Uh, Georgetown, 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 Syracuse, final answer. Incorrect. Oh. Mike, so let me, let me give you a bonus option. Uh, so it was Indiana State, Michigan State. Again, this is the most watched TV tournament game ever. What uh-huh. year do you think it took place in? 19... Am I close to that yet? 19... Yep. Oh, um... 80. Oh, okay, I'm there. <laughs> no, to give it a oh. guess. 1975. 1979. Oh, so close. <laughs> it got a 24.1 rating. The reason why Indiana State was uh, led by a guy named Larry Bird, and Michigan State had a guy named Magic Johnson on his team. Who are they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just crazy that a, a game in 1979 is still the most watched tournament game ever. That's awesome. Uh, that concludes the sports segments we have for today. It is time for buy or sell. So, Mike, I will let you go first. I have a decent amount. If we don't get to all of them, we don't get to all of them. But you go go first. Well, I might as well start with the sell. 
Okay. Because I feel I feel like stepping stepping out. Okay. It is March Madness related. Okay. Um, myself for this episode is the Atlantic Ten security in Dayton, Ohio. Nice. Um, uh, I cannot believe what I witnessed on social media the other day. Um, what the Atlantic Ten is looking into is a post game incident after Nathan DeSutter, who is the digital media director for St. Bonaventure University Athletic Department, was restrained. Now they said restrained. This man was in a freaking chokehold by it security. Looked like a um, UFC move. It looked like a UFC move. Um, the dude was credentialed. The dude was on at previous times on the court. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm pissed. Like I, that's I, when I saw that photo, I was like, "You got to be freaking kidding me!" And in a time like this, where we have to get up, like you said, Sister Jean is in the bubble. She probably had to go through a couple hoops and ladders just to get in the bubble. These people are in the bubble. You would think. By having credentials. Now, I, I, Matt, did you see the video? Like, you saw the photo, I'm oh, sure. Oh, I did saw you the see thing. the video? Yeah. He didn't stop. No. The, the security guard didn't stop. Like, didn't take a second and be like, okay, maybe he's, like, actually doing something. And even the players, it was it St. Bonaventure that was, like, St. Bonaventure won, right? Yep, yep. They were standing on top of the scores table and, like, getting the video. And they're like, yeah! Like, because they knew who Nathan was. And dragging him off in the chokehold. And the players were like the frick you doing guy like what are you doing and i i just hope there's some repercussions for that man because you could have had a conversation with the kid and it would have made total sense to be like okay good thanks like so, so i apologize admitting what's wrong but the dude was in a freaking chokehold and it just as someone who is responsible for a digital platform to get that content and then to be in a chokehold I I would say it out loud. Like I I don't freaking care. Like sue me if you want, but to be in a chokehold by a security guard where you are totally clear to play, um, yeah, I just it it blew my mind and I was just I was pissed. Like I was so pissed. Like if you guys haven't seen the photo yet, you should because it looked like they treated him like he was a fan running onto the court and he was not. He had a credential around his neck, and mind you, he had a freaking large camera with him too. So. You put maybe two and two together and maybe come up with that equation there, buddy, or, you know, actually learn how to do your job correctly as security. It was a pretty big hint when he's got something, you know, a credential hanging around his neck and a camera. I think he's allowed to be on the court. It was total BS. Total it was BS. so dumb. Uh, do I, I forget in this segment, do I do my buy too? <laughs> you can, yes. Oh, okay. I was like, no. would you like to go? Um, my buy actually happened last night, Matt. Um, okay. I'm going to say uh, my students that I'm advising at the moment. Okay. Um, my buy was last night. We were having a, a very good discussion. And I just randomly said out loud, I was like, Emma. And she's our activities coordinator. I'm like, Emma. I said, over the past week, I said, please share with the group to end our meeting. One thing that has stuck with you or quote could be something that was said, could be a perspective, could be anything like that. And share it with a group for motivation for the next three weeks. Emma said, don't trip over something that's behind you. Oh. That's, I was like. That's free. That, that's, that's powerful. <laughs> and so I, was, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, great meeting, guys. Have a great night. Like, but that was 
that was really cool because Emma took the time and and I love working with this with these students every day or any capacity that they are and it was just cool that she had that and you know said it to everyone I again I just thought I thought it was really really cool so <laughs> no I love when people come up with quotes like that because like I'm not smart enough to do that stuff so I love when other people do it because it's 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 just cool to share now she plays softball so I'm sure that it was some circulation between the coach or the grad assistant, or a player, or some type of professional or personal development that they go through, but it was really powerful, and I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's something we should all pay attention to. So Co- Coaches to- come up with the best quotes. They do. I mean, some. Let's put it out that way. We've, we've seen some coaches with some botched interviews and quotes, so. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Emma, and shout out to the rest of uh, the class officers who I work with. On a daily or the the tri weekly, as I always say. But uh, yes, yeah, that's my buy. Matt, Alrighty. your turn, my friend. Okay, I'll start with my buy. Uh, I'm buying practice. We, we talk, talk about practice. We talk about practice. Uh, so the New York Mets last week did a drill where they had to get 27 outs in a row without making an error. And to end the drill, the coach told them after they made the out that celebrate like you won the world series and they made the out and they just started dogpiling on each other like they won the world series and someone thought it was smart enough to post it on social media twitter was going off and i i do not want the mets to win in any way shape or form because that's just how true yankees fans are but i cannot wait if it does happen in the scenario that they do win the world series all other, what is it, 32 teams or, or, or 50 teams? 29. 29. All 29 teams are going to be doing that now during spring training <laughs> is pretending to win the World Series. But there's no shot they're going to win it now. No. I mean, they just, the karma is definitely coming back to bite them. I, I mean, hey, we all looked at when they had a pop-up in uh, short right center field at Yankee Stadium and Luis Castillo dropped the ball and two runs scored in, in that. So I, was the bottom I of the remember... Ninth. I still hear Michael Kay's call on TV on that. He, he dropped, dropped the, ball. the ball. He dropped the ball. Here comes Teixeira, and the Yankees win it. I one of my favorite clips of all time. Wasn't a walk out. It wasn't a what? Did, what did they say? It wasn't a, a walk, walk off. off. It, well, no, it wasn't a walk off. It was. I think it was a pop. A pop out. That's what yes. they call it. They're like, I want to. We want to. We won by pop out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, I'm also buying honesty. Um, so I had, I got to meet up with a friend this weekend. Um, and you know, we haven't seen each other in a long time. So it was nice just to catch up. And we were just like talking about like old things that like we've done in the past and stuff. And like old, like, you know, promises we've made, like we always do in college. Uh And he kind of like mentioned that like he didn't, he didn't fulfill his part, which is like, you know, it's, it was just nice for him to be honest and like upfront about it. And like, I know like. It's just it's just a good reminder to everyone to uh, be honest with your friends. Like, I know Mike would never lie to me, like, ever. Like, oh, wait, except that friend was you, and you're, <laughs> and, and you're a dirty little filthy liar. His pants are just flaming red right now. Liar, liar, plants for hire. So I'll let, I'll let you, you know, explain. I'm at a loss for words, Matt. All right, so I'll explain. So for those <laughs> that remember... Uh, where's the mute button? Where's the mute button? No, remember, I'm, edit- nice I'm editing this. I'm yeah, editing no, this. I'm, I'm just speaking the truth. So All we right. did say... 
on this podcast that we were going to refrain from alcohol Monday through Friday. Uh, one of us was not able to keep that promise. And it's not the guy that's talking right now. One day. <laughs> right. But you lied. It wasn't the whole week. It was one day. <laughs> okay, but you lied. Not only did you lie to me, you lied to the listeners. You lied, <laughs> God, Matt. You lied to God. I don't know if I can ever trust you again. Listen, I think if it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for me doing that, we would have never had the open rate of bars resuming normal activities again uh, come April 3rd. Just a terrible spin zone. Terrible spin zone. I, listen. Awful. God was like, you know what? No. Just open the bars no, back up. Uh, yep. uh, no. Uh-huh. No. No. Yep. Don't spin this in a light way. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you own up to what you did. I, I think God was like, you know what? We should give these people the opportunity to come back. And he just tapped on our governor's shoulder. He's like, no. Why don't you do that? And it no. happened. And it happened, we're all jumping for joy. for me, but you're going to hell, so. Oh, my God. Um, I'll go to my cell. Since Mike's not going to own up to it. Uh, uh-huh. I'm selling man cards. Selling man cards. So there was a UFC fight this past weekend. Uh, it was ruled a no contest after the guy accidentally got poked in the eye. Did his eye man, pop out? Man card. Uh, he was bleeding from his eye. Oh. However, there, there was so many people online being like, well, these guys bleed all the time in these fights. He could have stayed in. Like trying to call him like a wussy bleeding out of his eye i didn't really understand that whole dilemma um you know he was literally bleeding out of his eye he could die i don't understand taking his man card there uh i'm also selling the garden madison square garden so you talked about atlantic 10 security mm-hmm. madison square garden security is uh in some hot water so patrick ewing is the head coach of georgetown also legendary new york nick um, he was, Georgetown was playing the conference tournament at Madison Square Garden, and the security kept harassing Patrick Ewing, do you have credentials to be down here? Should you be down here? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, guys, I'm literally Patrick Ewing. I built this place. I think I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> it's just, who would have thought, not going to make that joke. I was going to make a security joke, and I'm not going to make mm. that joke. Smart move. But just you think of it in your heads because it's, it's funny. Listen, it's not the second time security has had an issue before. They've had an issue with another person who's built Madison Square Garden. That was Spike Lee. And Charles Oakley. And Charles really Oakley. Out of a game. Yeah. <laughs> so just things are going to shit in Madison Square Garden. And then finally, I'm selling Daryl, uh, Daryl, Darren Ravel. So we've talked about Darren Ravel before. He's just a, a nerd sports reporter, analyst guy. Uh, there was a a guy on Twitter, just kind of like a regular guy on Twitter, posted a photo of his uh, father's old baseball cards. His father just passed away. Uh, so he posted the picture of the baseball cards, said, going through some things from my dad's collection, no idea where to even start. And Danavell thought it was a great idea to reply, pretty much all junk. So thanks, Darren. That's great. Yeah, thanks for the insight, Darren. So Darren likes to like post about like resale values of baseball cards and stuff like that. So I get that, but like read the room, dude. Uh, his dad just passed away. Oh, yeah, nice. no, he like yeah, like his dad just passed away. He's going through his baseball cards, and Darren's like, "Well, they're all junk." That helps. Some people weren't meant to belong on this world, Matt, and uh... he has a degree from Northwestern. 
Uh, yeah. Credentialized, huh? <laughs> He's also the worst. He's going to be trending on Thursday or Friday because he always tweets every single year how March Madness is so much better to watch when you don't fill out a bracket, which is the lamest thing I've ever heard of in my life. It's the dumbest thing. Yes. I could see if you don't have the time, but like, I, I'll be transparent. I filled out my bracket before we started on the show today. Um, meeting half, sorry, in between the middle of the show. Uh, <laughs> see, I almost lied again, I guess. No. <laughs> um, but I took the time, and of course I'm going to watch it. Like, you can't be that stupid and not fill out a freaking bracket. It's so much more fun to watch it with a bracket. Right. Because you get to be right and wrong. You know, you know what, Matt? You know the reason why we fill out brackets? Why? Is because that we have friends to compare brackets to. He probably yeah. has no friends. Exactly. <laughs> Mic drop. And yeah, <laughs> screw you, Darren Ravel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sorry i and anytime i hear the word the refer we hear the words mic drop i always think of me falling mic dropping um but then i <laughs> tried it i tried imitating tim the tat tim the tat man falling <laughs> he fell out of his chair during the live stream <laughs> yeah. oh good old man that's all i got that was jam-packed Wow, that was amazing i think this was a fun-filled episode matt i'm sure yes. everyone enjoyed it uh we are the second to last. Oh man, talk about you know how I how I have it. Um, oh, this is the second to last. Yeah, second to last podcast for March. Yes. So let's That's enjoy crazy. it. Let's have fun. Yep. Um, we got another week coming for you. Probably some more March Madness. Probably some more uh, dirty minded jokes. Yep. And. Uh, just some more time to be with each other and friendship. So um, if you have good, vibes. good vibes, positive vibes, positive only. vibes only. I will say this on the podcast. The only negatives we are getting are pregnancy and COVID tests. Absolutely. So that is how it is, my friend. Well, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on our social media. Uh, social media. You can find all of our links at solo.to slash funny business. You can find our Twitch the YouTubes, the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, and the Gram Insta. Uh, you can also find some other cool content that comes up. Uh, new season of Fortnite came out, so uh, we will probably be streaming that uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, Matt, what do you got to wrap up on this fun podcast episode? Numero quar, uh, no. Trienta, Quarenta. No. Yeah, is it Quarenta? I think it's Quarenta. Quarenta Maybe, uh, yes uh no not much going around does everybody stay uh stay with covid protocols uh enjoy march madness weekend this people uh we have waited two years for this and just enjoy it live it up watch as many games as you can if you like um and just you know keep on keeping on we're we're just chugging along chugging along chugga chugga choo choo mother truckers and until yeah. the next time We'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.